What's up, everyone, and welcome to the weekly Q&A. As you might be able to tell, we have expanded our family a bit. Oh, you meant him. <laughs> uh, our first question comes from Mary Gilligan, Robert Bush, and a lot of people on YouTube who all asks why Den says, may the force be with you if he didn't know about the force <laughs> only two chapters ago. So, so many people asked about this. I wasn't. I was gonna put this in there because I was like, "Yeah, a couple people asked," and then like I just as I was writing the Q and A, I was like, "This is so many people." Uh, so I, I take it as like Din has heard the phrase "May the Force be with you" before, and he probably didn't know exactly what it meant, uh, or maybe it's something that he heard about, like, "Oh, the Force." Okay, it's apparently this thing that it's people believe in that controls the universe and it is magic or whatever. <laughs> But he hadn't seen it. And then he sees Baby Yoda use the Force, and he doesn't, like, connect those dots right away. He's just, like, blown away at seeing something literally magic for the first time. Yeah, and, like, we see Peli say, thank the Force uh, in front of him. So I have to imagine he's heard it said at, like, a bar or just in passing somewhere. Yeah. That's I, I think he's just heard it in passing, and he knows that it's just something that he can try to like say to get on the New Republic's good side and maybe send them on their way. It's it's a lot like Finn saying it in The Last Jedi. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm a cool guy. I'm a good guy. Be cool. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's his way of just saying, let's all be cool. <laughs> James Fonda wants to know if we'll see more appearances of Trapper Wolf outside the show. I wanted to make this the the top question just to have like Trapper Wolf in the thumbnail. Mm -hmm. um, and basically because of that reason, I think we're not done with Trapper Wolf by a long shot. I think he's <laughs> going to keep showing up in the series. And just the, the attitude that Dave has about being this Rebel Pilot character, New Republic Pilot, in the gallery behind the scenes stuff. Where he's kind of like, oh, I don't want to do this. I can definitely see Lucasfilm people like pouncing on that and being <laughs> like, let's put him in comics. Let's put him in books. Pablo, get him in that visual dictionary. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this specifically says outside the show. So I'm like, I mean, yeah, I could see it popping up in a visual dictionary. I, I, I think it would be hilarious, but I don't know if it's going to happen outside the show. I think it will. I think it's a matter of time before he shows up in, like, Star Wars Adventures, those comics. Mm. I'm not thinking we're going to get, like, a comic series about Trapper Wolf, but I just feel like now that Dave is canon and has appeared more than once, I can just see writers being like, this is going to be hilarious, and here's <laughs> what I'm going to make Trapper Wolf do now. Yeah, he'll he'll show up in one of the future from a certain point of view books. With right. His, with his own short story. Yes. Yes. I want to know what Trapper Wolf was doing during the Battle of Endor. Absolutely. Yeah. James Ashley wants to know if we'll see Bill Burr or the other characters from Chapter 6 in this season. My answer is still yes, uh, but kind of like the way I want Trapper Wolf to continue showing up, I'm not all that enthused about the, the Mando's old crew reappearing. Yeah. I'm going to say no, because we already got kind of a mention, a nod to them in the last episode where, yeah, they were like talking about that 
prison station right. thing. And so they, they got a mention. And, and Zero was brought back in a way. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I don't I don't know how we would see Bill Burr again. I mean, it does sound like they are still imprisoned. Yeah. Um, but I am fully... Ex- so it might not be this season, but I'm fully expecting just the way that, like, Pelly has come back. And it does feel like this show is building a cast of characters to pull back in and, like, surround the Mandalorian story. So I don't think that they were a one-off thing. I wasn't a big fan of those characters. Uh, so I'm not like, yeah, let's get them back. I like Bill Burr. It wasn't any of the actors' faults. I just thought that they were written to be like, look how bad we are. We're so bad and edgy. And I'm like, <laughs> I get it. Okay, you don't have to hiss. <laughs> like, I- I'm not crazy about their return, but I do think it'll happen. Jadge Bladge wants to know what our thoughts are on the Boba Fett rumored spinoff series. I'm skeptical. So this is something that popped up on like Deadline, I think, last week. Uh, And they were saying, yeah, there's going to be a Boba Fett series and it's filming before The Mandalorian season three. I don't know. That sounds off to me. Like the fact that there's been no mention of it unless they're trying to keep this like a super secret project. But it doesn't seem like that's capable of happening. <laughs> like honestly, I I just don't want it. Also, that and I I don't think it's happening. Like we're getting him in the Mandalorian. I think potentially that will be the end of Boba Fett. Whatever his purpose is in the Mandalorian, I don't see a spinoff show happening for him. Maybe some other characters, maybe Ahsoka, etc. But. <sighs> It's just one of those things where I don't want them to do just like that corporate synergy thing where it's like, oh, man, we have a hit with the Mandalorian. Take every character. They're all getting spinoffs like yeah. we're going to milk this as fast as we can. And I, I would rather just like keep them all in the Mandalorian. Tell that story. Boba Fett doesn't like you can do Boba Fett story in the Mandalorian. We don't need that. We don't need the Ahsoka. Well, I mean, I don't like. Ahsoka is a little different because she's at least not Mandalorian, but hearing about Boba Fett and how like they're talking about a Bo-Katan series. And I'm like, okay, well, we already have a series about Mandalorians. How different are those going to be? Yeah, Um, I think we're going to find out that Boba Fett hasn't been up to much uh, while he's been on Tatooine since he's escaped the Sarlacc pit. But like an Ahsoka story, you could go in a lot of different directions with that. Yeah. And even that, I'm like, I'd almost rather just keep her in animation and do the the Rebels sequel series that has been rumored forever now. Like, I don't know. I don't want the Mandalorian to turn into just like this spinoff factory. I'd much rather we do things like, okay, let's try Cassian. Let's do Kenobi. Uh, whatever Leslie Headland's got going on. Like, let's keep branching out rather than like building just around this one property. Because then it's going to turn into the Skywalker saga where it's like, this is the center of the TV universe, and now like people are going to complain about messing up characters here and there. Like, eh, do do different stuff. <laughs> Stop doing the same stuff. Yeah. Oh, so unnamed asks if ice cream exists in Star Wars. Yes, it does. And <laughs> the reason I chose this question is, is because it's so topical in the new "From a Certain Point of View" book about the Empire Strikes Back. Will Rowe Hood, the ice cream maker guy in his story, talks about ice cream. 
it's just kind of like a one-off mention, but he's like, he just wants to go on vacation and relax and have a Nectros freeze. And then later he specifically mentions that that's like a, a flavor of ice cream. Mm, I bet that shows up in Galaxy's Edge. They should. That's that's probably why they did it. And be like, let's team up with Ben and Jerry's and sell yeah. some Nectros freeze over in Galaxy's <laughs> Edge. Because it is hot there. Yeah. I wouldn't mind having a Nectros freeze. Yeah, I mean, And like- that, <laughs> the story is called Do on Batu. He's supposed to take the cam to know to Batu. Well, there you go. So, <laughs> I mean, I was kind of like joining you on that joke, but <laughs> you might be right. Yeah, I mean, that, that seals the deal, in my opinion. <laughs> That's it for patron questions. If you're a patron and you didn't see your question answered here, just head over to Patreon, where we left you a written response. If you're not a patron, you can learn more by following the link in the description. Just a dollar a month will get you access to extra Star Wars Explained content, like audio commentaries for the films, and for The Mandalorian, which we're doing right now, so... Every week as a new episode comes out, we're doing audio commentaries for them, and we're up through chapter 10. Uh, Chapter 11 will be out as soon as we can do it. On to YouTube questions, James Shivone asks if Palpatine ever thought his plans wouldn't work out during the Clone Wars, or if he was in control the entire time. So they talk about how Palpatine seems like even when things are going wrong for him or the Separatists, it's like he always acts very cocky. The moment that jumped into my head first was the Zillow Beast. Yeah. I mean, I tend to think that he's got backup on backup on backup plans. Um, but even with the Zillow Beast incident, um, he's kind of an agent of chaos at heart. So I I think that's fine. Well, but I, I think that that was the one time I can recall of him being like, oh, oops, I didn't see this coming. Like. Yeah. I think he saw the Zillow Beast and a chance to make like lightsaber resistant armor. And he was like, it's just a monster. Like, it's just a beast. We can control this. And then it, they couldn't. Mm-hmm. And it was going for him specifically. <laughs> and like, you see when it's looking into his office and he's like, oh no, like, Anna can help. Yeah. So I do think that th- there might be more times, but in my head, that was the Zillow Beast could have brought it all crumbling down. The Zillow Beast could have saved the galaxy. <laughs> Hans Mork Toffel wants to know how Yoda could have trained Jedi for 800 years. The math does not check out with Baby Yoda. Right. So if Baby Yoda is like a baby at 50, how is Yoda training Jedi only 50 years later? Um, Maybe there's a big old growth spurt. Yeah. To that I say, IG 11 says. Some species age differently. Maybe they hit 60 and it's like, boom, you're an adult now. (laughs) And then he trains for 40 years and he's like, yeah, I can train Jedi now. Yeah. I mean, Baby Yoda's already able to use the Force. He's kind of training himself at this point. So maybe he'd be further along if he were with his people. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Like, maybe maybe he isn't as developed as he should be. Maybe his growth is a little stunted. I don't think that's the case. I think he's just a baby. But, like, if he hasn't been around his own kind, actually being raised because Din's not the best parent either. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the other side of that would be just of Yoda. Maybe that was an offhand remark of being like, I've been training Jedi for 800 years, and it's like... A Han Solo, kind of like, okay, well, you're rounding up a lot, Yoda. It's been... I had to go to walk to school 
15 feet of snow uphill yeah. both ways. He's just a cantankerous old man. <laughs> and it's that number's gone higher and higher. Like when he, in the High Republic, he's like, I've been training Jedi for a hundred years. And then <laughs> a few hundred years later, that number has just been like 400, 500. And he's like, nope, 800 years it's been. Or yeah. at least that's what it's felt like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Feels like 800 years. <laughs> Have you ever trained a Skywalker? Oof. <laughs> S2S asks what we want to see from the Star Wars comics once they move beyond Return of the Jedi. I think I would want to focus on Luke and Leia. Yeah. That, that's the most interesting thing to me. Seeing Leia train, seeing a little bit more of that flushed out in comics would be pretty cool. I wouldn't mind just jumping ahead to after the Battle of Jakku. I feel like we've explored that year fairly well. Not so much between... Luke and Leia, so there's definitely some stuff to talk about. But I, I want to see them training together, exploring the galaxy. We know that Luke just did a bunch of searching and gathering of relics. I still think that would be a wonderful animated series of like him and Laura Santeca. Every episode or two, every arc maybe, is a different planet, and they learn about a new aspect of the Force. It's like Star Wars Dukes of Hazard. Sure. They're like getting into trouble. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I was thinking more of them going and solving trouble, but it could be. Solve a little, cause a little. Lamb Skywalker boys is at it again. <laughs> <laughs> the Bleaker wants to know if Din is overpowered with a disintegrator, a jetpack, a flamethrower, his armor, and a force sensitive baby. <laughs> I think sometimes i mean he's got a lot going for him um but i also kind of think that's the point i do think that he is supposed to have power in his gear and star wars is very much about what do you do with the power that you have mm -hmm. and right now din is using all of his power all of his gear for violence and i think that's going to have to shift so his force sensitive baby doesn't turn out to be uh evil <laughs> yeah i i mean on paper, yes, he seems overpowered, but we see time and time again him just riding that struggle bus. Oh, yeah. Just struggling along. And also, I mean, it, I wouldn't consider it overpowered when you put him up next to a crate dragon or the mudhorn. Like, he's he's going up against some, some intense opponents even, most of the time. Even Jawas took him out. Yeah. I mean, that was before he had the jetpack and uh, before he even had his full-on suit of Beskar armor. But yeah, I think, I, I do think that he is supposed to be powerful um, and that we're supposed to see hopefully a shift in his behavior because we, we see that what he's been doing is pushing Baby Yoda into like attack mode with his own power. Yeah. Adorable. <laughs> Lunard Ying asks if Moff Gideon could be Mandalorian. I think we've talked about this before. Yeah, I feel like it's like appropriate to bring it up again since we haven't seen him yet. And yeah. I, I don't think so. I don't either. I think he, I mean, I hope soon we get to learn a bit, little bit more about his backstory. Um, but he just comes off as like the power hungry, look what I got. Yes. Imperial enemy guy. I agree. I think that we're going to see him be more about like 
I don't know, twisting the knife with Mandalorians and being like, yeah, I got your dark saber and we wiped you out. And I think he's going to keep just jabbing at that wound. Yeah. I, I think he probably uh, participated in the Great Purge or had something to do with it and is delighted to have control of the Darksaber for now. Yeah. Um, and I think that there is room for him to be Mandalorian. They they haven't said like, oh, he's definitely not. But I just see him as more of a an enemy to all Mandalorians that maybe they will rally to fight against. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of like, I used to be one of you, but I've betrayed my own people. I, again, there's room for it. It's just not where I see the story going. Yeah, I mean, on the other hand, if you were to be Mandalorian, there is room for an interesting story there, I think, because it could be an instance where he was betrayed by his own people, mm-hmm. maybe, or just something happened and, and yeah, turned him into a bad guy. Yeah. My guess is no, but it's just a guess. That's all the time we have for questions today. If you want to leave a question for next week's video, just put it in the comments below or sign up for Patreon to join our weekly Q&A discussion. If you haven't already, please like this video, subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitch. And as always, thanks for watching, and may the Force be with you.